Please listen carefully. Done a podcast in a little while. It's true. Been a little busy. I'm blanking on if we had the wall down. We were taking the wall down. We, we did the orange theory one because, because we, we were over class and we went. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was the, like the only day that we could actually go to Together. orange theory because we didn't run classes here. Yeah. So we took the wall down, opened up the space, which has awesome. definitely been a good decision. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, got some air bikes. Yeah. So those have been good. Slash terrible. Terrible. Torture. Yeah. Um, so I thought today we could talk about kind of the life cycle of a CrossFitter or someone doing CrossFit, but from an kind of an emotional standpoint. So this is something that not too many people talk about, but... Um, like how and this kind of when we were talking about Orange Theory and how like you were nervous before we went that feeling of like butterflies excitement nervousness kind of the same feelings with different words right Mm -hmm. I thought we could talk about that and then and basically go through how people discover CrossFit and then they you know, tend to lurk, I feel like. Yeah, and then for sure. All that. Yeah. So what's your take on, you know, people hearing about CrossFit and then, you know, everything before even finding it? I think before, it's changing a little bit now. I think there's like a difference in marketing and all that kind of stuff about CrossFit. But before, back when I started, you heard the word CrossFit and you assumed it was a bunch of dudes shirtless in a gym, like throwing a barbell around, super intimidating, like... You hear CrossFit and like, oh, I can't do that. Like, that's not something that I can do. Right. But now I think it's very different. Like, you hear the words CrossFit and there's like, oh, maybe I'll look into it or maybe I could try it out. From my perspective, when I learned about CrossFit, I saw a female doing it. So I was like, oh, like I could do that. Okay. Where did you see that? I saw it on a TV show. It wasn't the games, but it was like some TV show and I saw a girl doing it and I was like, oh, like that's not just, like, a thing guys do. Like, Hmm. I could do that, too. Okay. Um, That's cool. Which was awesome, because I think if I didn't see a girl doing it, I think it would be different. Not that, like, it really makes that much of a difference, but it changes perspective, like, walking into the gym a little bit. Yeah, I think it definitely makes a difference. Because it was less intimidating for me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the video? It was an MTV show. It was some, I just remember I was watching MTV. Was Emily Schramm from Real World? Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, because she got really into CrossFit. She was, yeah, she was on whatever she show was on she Real was World. on. I, yeah. And, and she um, was crushing it. I just remember yeah. watching her doing something, and she was saying CrossFit, and I was like, oh, that's Yeah, brunette awesome. girl. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, ended up, uh, I think like, she made, like, the M-Pack, like, the backpack that you could take anywhere yeah. and, like, she fill like, with water a 12-pack. She was super yeah, yeah, fit, and I was yeah. like, I want to mm-hmm. be like that. Right. I want to be like her, so I... That's awesome. I was like, oh, I'm going to join CrossFit. And then I looked into the gym near my house. Yep. But it was too far because I was still in high school and I had to get to class. 
and then getting home. And I was like, oh, unfortunately. I totally would have traded CrossFit for school, but parents put a no-go on that yeah. one. So I just looked up CrossFit.com and then yeah. like started doing that kind of stuff. Okay. But I feel like a lot of people have a similar kind of yeah. journey. Not, maybe not seeing MTV or whatever. No, but, but that's, yeah, that matters. I think gender up. matters a lot. Yeah. I remember... So I watched the movie 300, saw, like, the ripped guy. This was 2008, right? Or 2007, actually. So 2007, watched 300, watched the documentary, how they got ripped. And it was very, it was very vain. It was, I just wanted to look like them. And so I started looking into it. And at the same time, Diddy's dad, who saw it in a magazine or something, told us about it. So it was, like, the two of them combined. So I just stalked CrossFit.com for, like, a month. This was like end of 2007 and into 2008 because I didn't even do my first workout till end of January 2008. And, and all of that January, I would just look at the workout of the day. I would look up all the movements. They offered all these free videos. And one of the videos that was really famous back then was the Nasty Girls video where nice. Nicole Carroll and Eva yeah. T and Annie Sakamoto were doing muscle-ups, hang power yeah. cleans, uh, and, or power cleans and... Uh, air squats, right? And air squats, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And it was these three tiny ladies lifting these barbells and doing these crazy Crushing gymnastic it. moves yeah. that I, I thought were, that looked impossible. Yeah. So you, you can definitely respond different ways to that. Like some guys might have been like put off by that and, yeah. and you know, didn't want to get shown up, but I thought it was like the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that first kind of exposure matters a lot. Yeah. Um, Nowadays, yeah, people definitely hear across it more. They yeah. have more friends that do it. It's more like a, like an LA Fitness, Orange Theory, yoga. It's it's like a way to work out. Yeah, it's definitely more accepted. Cause I remember even when I started, I told a friend I was gonna go do CrossFit. And they're like, no, you shouldn't do that. Like that's a bad idea, or whatever. Cause they were yeah. super into like bodybuilding and that kind of stuff. Right. They're like, oh, CrossFitters just throw bars around and like they hurt. They themselves. don't care about form. And yeah. They just do things for speed. And exactly. Time. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, have you ever done it? Right. And they're like, no. And they're like, I asked them to come with me. Sure enough, like, a year into it, they joined CrossFit and, oh, like, got That's super funny. into it, became a coach, like, totally yeah. fell in love with it, which was pretty funny. But, like, initially, there's that huge barrier of, like, the stigma about it. It's mm -hmm. Like, everybody has heard probably something about CrossFit in some way. And some of it's been really positive and some of it's been really negative in the past. But there's been this huge shift now to be a much more positive, like, health-focused sort of thing, which is really what CrossFit is. Yeah, CrossFit.com or CrossFit HQ has, in the past, definitely put out a lot of the games-related yeah. stuff. Um, the hard bodies, yeah. the really elite of the elite, yeah. the top, not even 1%, it's like... Yeah. Point the 0 .01%, 1%, yeah. yeah. Which I think really turns people away mm -hmm. when you are not maybe in the greatest shape of your life and you're intimidated by that, it's sure. hard to walk in that door. For sure. But when you see the, you know, the stuff where it's like, hey, we're just everyday people enjoying a workout in a community for the betterment of your life, like, then it's like, okay, I can, I can do that. Yeah, it's not just a way to work out. Like, there's a whole health aspect to this yeah. wellness. Like, getting people off medicate, like Mike H got off five medications. Yeah. Uh, Anthony's lost now closing in on 40 pounds yeah. um, 
Biz said she, Biz just celebrated her one year anniversary yeah. uh, yesterday, and she's lost 25 pounds, which you wouldn't even know it from no. really looking at her. But she said the other day that she's down like 25 pounds since she started. Yeah. Um, so there's 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 totally a health aspect to it, not just like a crazy, you know, no, it's not workout. Just, yeah, just for show stuff. Yeah. yeah, or the games or any of that. So the brand is recognized way more than back way back in the day. Yeah. You know, back in the day, I used to have to explain what CrossFit is. Yeah. Because no one heard of it at all. But now, at least people have heard of it. But yeah. you have the people who say you're going to get hurt, and then you have people who recognize that it's a, a fitness routine, but they're intimidated by it, right? Yeah. And I think that I think most people are intimidated by it to some degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not just like walking into LA Fitness and signing up for. A ten dollar membership no. or forty whatever forty dollar right. membership. Even that, to a degree, is intimidating. Like if you don't know what yeah. you're doing, that's a good point. That's still intimidating. I think there's always going to be some element of fear or like anxiety with any sort of like walking into a gym or a new place that when you're yeah, that's like, a good oh, point. right? I don't know. It's a change. It's change is something new. It's mm-hmm. you know different. It's not something I'm comfortable with yet. Maybe. You may be like 100% bought in, like, yes, I'm doing CrossFit or I'm doing this new fitness routine. There's still that element of like, oh, but like, what am I doing? Or like, what if I don't know what's going on? Or Yeah, it's unknown. Right. It's what will happen when I'm there. Yeah. Right. So let's say someone actually comes in for an intro, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of people do, you know, they, they stalk our social media and our website for, you know, a month up to, you know, six months, possibly even longer. Um, but then they, there's something, there's something that's different, right? There's a, a needle that broke the camel's back. There's a, or a straw that broke the camel's back. There's a, there's something that needed to change, yeah. right? And uh, I had heard that change happens when the pain of staying the same is worse than the pain of the actual change. Mm-hmm. So someone decides for themselves, I can't deal with this anymore. I need, I need fitness in my life. Yeah. Right. So they come in for an intro. Um, where do you feel like their emotions are at that point And then leading into actually joining? I feel like there's a lot of, uh, excitement in that moment or like, like anxious excitement, right? Like you're mm-hmm. ready to start something new. You're ready to go because you're, you're willing to make that change at that point. Like you've been sitting around, you've been kind of waiting on it and you know, you now have made that moment. You're like, you're going to walk in the door, you're ready to do it. But there's also that like, still a little bit of fear and kind of timidness of like, oh, well, you know, what am I doing? What's going on? But I think, especially I think with this gym in this community, like you walk in the door and like 12 people walk right up to you, give you a fist bump and say, hey, you know, my name's Rachel, welcome it takes that away pretty instantly. It's yeah. pretty easy to fall right into the community and just feel so welcomed and that fear kind of subsides because you instantly can see like, there's no expectation that you're going to be perfect. There's no right. expectation that you're going to lift, you know, whatever weight is written on the board. You do what you can do and it's your workout and we're here to support you and encourage you, but make sure you stay safe. Yep. There's no, there's no fear that needs to be there. We're all here to support each other. And I think sometimes people are actually surprised and kind of um, skeptical about, like, how friendly people are. Or, like, they're... We're so friendly, Whether it's, like, cynical, like, it's almost like 
why are they being so friendly? Like, yeah. Because a normal gym, you walk in and no one says hi. Right. Like, you walk into an LA Fitness, like, the person at the front desk maybe says hey. Right. But no one else talks to each other. Right. You walk in here, like, you get, like, 12 highs as you walk in the door and you're trying to figure out who said it. But it's also the most welcoming feeling ever. And, like, every yes. day you walk in and you're so happy to just be here. Because there's something so uplifting about, like, you have 12, 15 people you're meeting every day just to say hey. Yeah, it's just, it's, a, it's, it's something that doesn't happen often, no. right? So it kind of takes people back, like, what's going on here? Um, but then they realize that that's just how it is here. Um, and, then, and then we do walk them through Basecamp, which are three personal sessions, so, so that I hope, or the goal is to alleviate a lot of those fears of, you know, I'm going to get hurt, or I don't know what yeah. I'm doing, or, you know, the goal really with those three, session, three sessions is to, once they graduate, get them into the group class so that they feel way more comfortable with the process yeah. and then and the movements um, and then just to the space right like a lot of these folks have never really touched a barbell uh, they've never been on a rower they've never touched a kettlebell so all of that you know the more familiar we become with something the less you know people fear what they don't yeah. understand right. right right so it the more we can help them understand okay. movements and equipment and the culture the less they fear yeah. and the more they realize oh I, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Right? Not everyone has to lift 135 pounds. No. Um, so. So they join. They're, you know, in their... Actually, let's talk about the first year, right? Because, like, there's a certain thing about, like... The first year. The first year, year of CrossFit. It's the best year of CrossFit right? ever. Yeah. It's the best CrossFit year you'll ever have. Right. Every day is a PR. Every day you PR all the time. Every day is exciting. You love everything still because yes. you're still kind of new to it yes. so even if you like don't love burpees you still love them because you've only done you know so many days of burpees yes you don't hate them that much yet like and you do get better at them like yeah. you might not like them but you do get better you're at still them. improving right exactly right. like everything is going up you are doing great it's just a great year like you just feel so good and strong and you learn all these new things that like maybe you didn't know that your body could do like maybe you had no clue what you could squat or yes that you could like if you fell over that you could get up off the floor by yourself I feel right. like that's always a big one right like just the simple things that you know maybe you didn't realize you could do yep but you see all these really cool things in the first year and there's such a huge shift in the mindset too it's like if I'm willing to push in the gym then I can do all these things outside the gym too there's mm -hmm. a lot of realizations that happen. Yeah, the workouts are definitely do more than just improve you physically, right? Yeah. Like you do get stronger physically, but I feel like the mental and emotional side of things. For sure. You know, you get so much more perspective on what is actually tough or what hurts. Yeah. You know, you, like yeah. physically, the workouts hurt because you do push yourself, right? Right. But that allows you to at work. Like someone the other day was talking about how at work they run into a problem, but now. And they used to, you know, have a very short fuse or, or whatever. But now it's, oh, like, this is not as hard of an issue as this workout this earlier workout today. Will be, yeah, exactly. You know? um, so I definitely think there's a resilience, right, yeah. that builds. Um, and that's not something people really look for when they join. No. No one comes in here. I don't, at least I haven't met anybody yet who came in here and was like, well, I'm looking to, like, 
build resiliency about like whatever. They usually right. come in saying like, right. oh, I want to be stronger or leaner yeah. or fitter. Yeah, I want to lose weight. I want to. And yeah. then all these other things happen. Right. Which is awesome. Um, yeah, like this morning, we had a guy, Jason, who we were doing some yeah. headstand work. And, you know, he's the dad of three teenagers. Like, he's never done a headstand in his life. And he did one today and shocked himself and sent us an email about it. And it was awesome. That and was the best. it's like, you know, the heavyweights are cool if you can lift them. And, you know, the PRs are cool with like barbell or weight stuff. But those little things. Yeah. It's the moments that those like, moments, yeah. that leave a smile on your face all day or that like the athlete remembers, but then you as a coach are just so excited for them. Totally. Like that, totally. That's so powerful. Yes. Like just that moment of being that excited where you're smiling all day because you did something you never thought you would do. Right. That's so cool. And I think I can speak for us as a coaching staff where that's what we live for. Oh, like yeah. That, that's why we coach. Like we don't coach. 100%. You know, we don't coach because of we're sending people to regionals. We don't because no. we're not. We don't, we don't coach because it's like a glamour thing. It's, it's no. definitely not. It's, it's the because of the little victories, the little yeah. moments, you know. It's those emails. It's yeah. like I just did something I never thought I was going to do and I've been smiling all day. Like those yes. are the best yes. things to hear. Yeah, that's my, that's my oxygen. That's yeah. what gives me life. So. Um, so, okay, after the first year, so PR City, right? It's awesome. PR, 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 which is personal record in case people don't know. Um, there seems to be a plateau, right? Yeah. Um, people just simply get over what's called a novice effect. Novice yeah. effect is, you know, where you do PR every day just because you're training. Yeah. But then Slides generally off. a plateau happens, right? Yeah. And it stinks. And yeah. then you question everything, usually. Or you're like, oh, I'm going to break through it. There's, you go one of two ways. Mm -hmm. You're either like question what you're doing, why you're doing it, or you overcome it and decide you're going to find a way to break through it. Mm -hmm. you pick a path. Most, I think, eventually decide to overcome it and figure out what's going to happen. And sometimes it's just, it's time. Like, you just need yeah. to keep going. Well, it, and it's a conversation we have with a lot of people, too, to kind of give them a heads up. Like, hey, PRs are awesome. Like, at, you know, adding 40 pounds to your deadlift every time you come in is pretty cool. But it will, stop. It will slow down. But that just means that you're actually training now. Right. Now you know, you're... Like, I consider... Prime. Yeah, exactly. Like, I consider when people plateau to be actually the time where the work really needs to happen. Yeah. 100%. Because then you really have achieved your full potential in that moment where you're at. And then you train to get better from there. Right. Whereas before, it was like you didn't know what you were capable of. So you right. just kind of kept finding it. Yep. Now you got it. We'll let that skid steer go by. Um, yeah, and, it, and it's, it also helps the conversation and people to realize that there, there might be other things that they should be looking at, yeah. like mobility, nutrition. Uh, technique, yeah. nutrition, things that we do talk about but now become even more important because they could get away with muscling up certain weights. Yeah. But now, and the reason why we hone to tech, uh, or... or uh, harp on technique so much is because once you hit that plateau, 
you need it. You absolutely need it because yeah. you're not going to get away with muscling stuff up. Yeah. yeah. So there can definitely be some disappointment with, um, with that plateau, but I think, you know, we kind of give people a heads up that it's going to yeah. happen. And then, hey, that's cool. That just means that you're really training. Yeah. You know, people train for decades yeah. and you're just one year in. Like, right. That's not really a long time. I think the other thing, especially here, is that, you know, there's not such a focus on what you lift. It's did you do your best today? Did you do what you could do today? And I think that takes, you know, a big piece away from that, like, concern over hitting a plateau. It's like, well, I did what I could do today, and today was my best, and that's, you know, all we can ask of people. And I think not, you know, pushing we have to do our hacks, we have to lift heavy weights, we have to you know, hit this movement or whatever it may be, really yeah. helps with overcoming that plateau when you hit it because it's not, it's not on the forefront of their mind, like, oh, I'm gonna stop hitting these PRs and that gold star is gonna go away on Tribe, I'm not gonna see it. You know, like, it doesn't, doesn't mean much if they still are feeling good and continue to come in and just have a good workout, that's all they really need. And that's also why we stay away from programming like very specific percentages because yeah. if you say all right guys you need 97 and a half percent of your three rep back squat on a tuesday yeah. like like what? what if you just had a crappy day at work yeah you know what if your kids were up all night 97.5 percent could be like different from hour to hour on that day exactly like. and and so there's some folks who will program that very specific thing but you know, we, we generally say, hey, just go for a heavy for the day or, right. or go for a moderate, right? right? Or go for even a light but high quality Go by feel. Set. Yeah. Go by feel, right? Because how you're feeling that day is going to be different. You're right from hour to hour even. Yeah. Yeah. I once heard that like on, a, on any given day, you can swing 10 to 15% either way. Yeah. Right? So, so you could have a really bad day. And even though you're feeling like I felt great, but I haven't lifted great yeah. and then I felt really crappy but I've lifted PRs yeah. and that swing is I've heard from 10 to 15 percent any given day so that's like that's a 30 percent range right you take your worst and possible your scenario and then your best possible scenario that's a huge that's margin massive yeah. that's a huge margin so anyway I don't even know how we got on the percentage thing but the whole point is like don't beat yourself up yeah if you're in it after a year, or and it doesn't have to be a year, maybe it's two years, maybe it's six months, but people start to plateau, that's a totally normal thing, yeah. right? And then PRs spread themselves out. I can't really remember last time I PR'd in anything, but. I know mine's been way over a year, I haven't PR'd in anything. Yeah, but yeah. who cares? Like, you right, gotta, you gotta I don't look even at your care why. anymore, yeah. Right, like you gotta look at your, why do you train? Exactly, like, do you train what are keep... you training for? Right. And then, once you can align what you're training for with what you're training with, it's, there's no, you know, question anymore. If you're training to compete, but you don't want to compete, right? Like, there's no point there. Right, and then and even with goals like let's say losing weight, right? right? I think that's a totally normal thing to come in with at first. But what we see is those goals evolve. Yeah. So maybe they hit their weight that they wanted to lose. Okay, now what? Like, do you just stop? Well, yeah. no. You, you evolve, right? right. You, you change your goals. Find a new goal. You find a new goal. Usually it's performance-based. Usually yeah. it's like, hey, I want to get a pull-up. Yeah. 
usually it's I, I want to get 10 pull-ups right and then beyond and then it's a muscle up and then it, it just progresses right yeah. um, and it and it shifts so I think it's it's totally normal totally fine to come in with certain goals but there's an evolution of why you're doing this yeah you know um, let's talk about how people should feel in general yeah. about their gym, right? Like we're talking yeah. pretty specifically about our place, yeah. but in general, yeah, with like, your gym. Yeah. Because sometimes we hear, you know, horror stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if someone's only CrossFit experiences with their box, yeah, sometimes they might not know what's out there. Right. And sometimes it just might not be a good fit. Yeah. It, it, that's, you know, not every gym is a perfect fit for every person. Like, each gym has a different community. It's made of different people. There's a different feel in every gym. But you should feel happy in your gym. You should want to go. It should be a place that you are comfortable just being yourself and, you know, speaking up and being a member of the community. And if you feel like you're, you know, nervous to go or you're anxious or you don't want to go, like, that's a problem. Right. Like, you are paying for that service. You should be happy. It's right. kind of that simple. Yeah, last night, one of our members was talking about his past gym because he moved. Um, but the owner there would intervene and, like, break up clicks that were forming yeah. because there was a history of, you know, clicks forming and people not feeling welcome and... Yeah, and I think that's, that's a problem across, you know, I don't even want to say just CrossFit gyms because I think that could be a problem in a lot of gyms, but yeah. it's also such a huge deterrent for people. Right. Like, if you walk in and, you know, see a group that just goes together and they don't make you feel welcome, that's hard to join. It's hard to want to walk in. It's hard to want to keep going when you don't feel welcome. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that's just so awesome here in particular, I'm kind of biased, but I think it's awesome here is that that doesn't happen. Like you, everyone is welcomed. Every community event is for everyone. It's right. not just like a specific, like only these people are going out or only these people, like everything is for everyone. The community is included in everything. It's mm -hmm. just awesome. Yeah. If you're going to work out and it's giving you, Ajita, if you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to go. And it's not because of the workout. Like sometimes you look yeah. at the workout and you're like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Yeah. But, no, you know, it's I'm not gonna because go. of that. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing. But if it's like, oh, I'm going to see this person or I'm going to see this group yeah. or I'm going to be treated this way or not treated this way. Right. Right. Like you should be acknowledged in, in yeah. your that's a space. Not good thing. If that's how you're feeling about your gym. Yeah. You shouldn't feel that way um if uh you know i've heard horror stories of people being insulted yeah by uh staff right like the coach is there to lift you up to do their best some coaches are you know tough love kind of coach and that works for some people but for some people that that they they respond to that and we have a few of those folks who actually like yeah more of like a uh, direct like very direct very like do this kind um, of intense thing. kind of coaching yeah but that's very specific for right. that particular person or persons right yeah 
the, the blanket coaching, like you can't coach everybody like that. It just right. won't. Right. It won't work out well. Most people throughout their day don't hear like, hey, you did a great job. This is the place where we can do that for them. So if that's something that like you want to hear from your coach or you want to hear that in your gym and you're not and it's upsetting, like may not be the place for you. Yeah, I agree. I think because most people are not doing this competitively, right? Like it's not their yeah. only thing they're doing. They're not getting paid to compete in CrossFit. Most people have a day job and having, you know, worked in public education and in the private sector for a short while, um, there are not a lot of times when in a day job that you're getting the, hey, you did a good job or, mm -hmm. hey, here's some feedback in a constructive way. Yeah. Um, they're either getting yelled at, they're being ignored, they're not getting acknowledged. Um, Gallup, I'm pretty sure it's Gallup, did this big study where they basically showed that managers feel like they're doing a good job praising employees, but actually the employees don't feel uh, valued. Yeah. Right? Um, and so coming to across the gym, I see it as, as they should they should he this is a place where they should hear good job yeah right? like for effort and for whatever whatever it may be like it doesn't matter if they actually lift more than they did before like a pr it could just be simply because they you know picked up a medicine ball two seconds before they really wanted to yeah you know um or just the fact that they showed up right just walking through the door sometimes is a huge accomplishment yeah like when you got kids at home you got a spouse you got stuff to do you got to go shopping for after work. You got to whatever. Yeah. They choose to come here, right? Yeah. And we're lucky that they choose to come here. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. So, you know, if you're getting crap at a place that you pay to and go to. Choose to go. Yeah. That's a little silly to me. Yeah. It, it is silly. You shouldn't feel that way. And you sh shouldn't, like, pay to get crap either. Right. Like, you should want to go and be happy where you're at yeah and uh one of the things that some places will say is uh you know it's it's the best hour of your day yeah um this is your happy place yeah um i don't know if i've ever used that best hour line in marketing or pictures or stuff i kind of struggle with that simply because I don't like, like if your best hour, hour is actually putting your kids to bed, yeah. like that yeah, should yeah. be your best hour. That should, you know, right. I mean, we'll do our best to make it your best hour if it really is right. or your stress reliever or as some people, some right. of our members say, this is the cheapest therapy they've ever had. Yeah. Um, that, that, that would cool. be our goal. That's our goal. Like our goal is to, to actually make it the best hour if possible. But I, I don't know if I would ever claim that it definitely will be your best hour. Like yeah. time with your kids, time with your family, time, you know. Right. Doing other stuff that you love doing. If that's your best hour, cool. Like, that's not, that's not a big deal. Yeah, no. You know? But if that's your best hour, this can benefit that best hour. That's true. That's but, true. Because you know, if you're taking care of yourself. You can spend more time or give more of yourself in that time with your family or with your kids or whatever it is. Yeah, and just be around longer and yeah. pick them up and whatever. Yeah. Uh, clearly, we have a lot of family people here. So. A lot. <laughs> We're very family friendly. Cool. Um, so we're going on a half hour. Um, is there anything else in the, you know, kind of life cycle of a CrossFitter uh, from like a mental point, mental standpoint, emotional standpoint? 
don't know. I feel like in some ways a lot of CrossFitters go through different cycles, right? Like some may face you know, challenges where they think like, oh, maybe this isn't what I want to do or then there's others who's like, this is what I want to make my life. And then they go down the coaching path and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a whole, there's a whole lot of things. But I think in general, you know, we've covered it. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's leave it there. Hey, folks, thanks again for listening to Cross Econa Radio. If you like what you heard, head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave us a review, which helps us get found on the interwebs. Also, head over to social media. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at CrossFitKana, K-A-N-N-A. And if you have any questions for the podcast, email us at info at CrossFitKana.com. Thanks, and have a great day.